From the live network studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to episode 309 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you for a June edition. It's a Gemini edition. Oh, the- yeah, the Geminis. Yes. It's hard In time. the picture round. Yes, that's 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 <laughs> that's true. It was a Gemini picture round, correct? So people hate those rounds. They yeah, when they can't, when they can't figure out what no is it tie. that is putting these people together. And then it's like, they were all born on Easter. <laughs> and somebody's like, you son of a Thanks bitch. for nothing. Bastard. Doesn't help me at all. So, yeah, welcome to our world, folks. But uh, time to get right into the podcast action coming to you live on a Tuesday, Nick, from the world-famous Esports Innovation Center on the boardwalk in Atlantic City, New Jersey. So I'm going to ask you an appropriate question in honor of the North to Shore Festival of which, by the way, Quizzo is a part of. I don't know if you know this, but our Quizzo game is being sponsored by North to Shore this week. Whatever that means. Okay. Uh, NorthToShore.com. And our host, uh, Michelle Tomko, is also doing a one-woman show uh, as part of North to Shore uh, as well. So I'm going to ask you this question, which is highly relevant to this facility. 
What portable gaming device was first released in 1989 and featured Tetris? Well, this I know because I had this and I changed my life everywhere with it. Yes, <laughs> like a, I, like a blankie. I no longer minded going out to dinner. Yes, <laughs> like, right. Oh, I could go to dinner. Can I bring? The I, Game Boy. Can I bring the Game Boy? A life-changing uh, Yes, device. the Game Boy, 1989, the first major portable device that really unleashed the power of video so games. I, don't think, I think I got the Nintendo like in 88, so the Game Boy came very pretty quickly. much right after that then, right? Yeah, yeah, very quickly. So, But I was surprised how long ago that was. It's funny to think of playing Tetris now because <laughs> of how much Tetris I played. I got oh. very good at it. Because, well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know if you remember my story. There was a Super Mario Brothers game for that, too. That was awesome. So I was in the Nintendo World Championships. Right. I'm sure I've told you this. Yes. I actually showed you the uh, the, the prize bro- brochure that I have with a little silver certificate for second place. Yep. Of course, the second place was humiliation <laughs> against the kid <laughs> who finished first place, who had this... Uh, imp- what, what do they call those thumbs that are... Uh, imp- opposable? Op- op- opposable thing. Well, well, no, I mean... Our thumbs are opposable. Right, thumbs, but his are imposable, or I'm not sure what they would be. Whatever called. they are, but it's one of those rubbery thumbs that go in different disjointed directions. So Double I was very, maybe? yeah, I was just very arrogant, and I was really good at Rad Racer, and I was really good at Mario, and I wasn't so good at Tetris, right? Spatial recognition and just how fast that that can work when, because mm-hmm. that game is great slow. When that speeds up, that is the hardest game on the planet, not for. Opposable thumbs, man. <laughs> okay. This kid just had a look in his eye. I remember him looking over at me once before the match started. And as soon as I caught his eye, he went mm, like socially awkward and went back to the thing. That was the last time his eyes left that screen. And at some point, I just remember starting to cry as like my thing was about to come crashing down on me. And this dude was at one line, one line, one like just, just doing it. Well, he they was made he the movie The Wizard. Based off this kid, he had like some sort of uh, spectrum thing, but it was Tetris. That was the third game that got him the championship. So they only gave away ten grand for that. Not crazy. That These was were... in nineteen ninety yeah. though. Or yeah, it was like ninety. Yeah. yeah, and but 10 grand uh, was like forty grand back no, then. Right? That's true. But they gave away forty million dollars for the Dawn of the Ancients uh, International like two weeks ago. It's growing. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a growing that was industry. A single event. <laughs> it's a growing industry. Yeah, it's more than any. But when you said they paid more. Right? Was it Microsoft that bought uh, yeah, the, the company the, the Acti- video game, Activision, Activision? Right, which hasn't more... even cl- uh, closed yet. That's still under scrutiny. Right, there's, there's still – is it Europe that is involved yeah, somehow? Yeah, Europe's like new. <laughs> but what you said, they paid more for that than all the NHL teams combined, combined. are valued at. Yes, correct. Like, if wow. you if you, had, if you added the entire National Hockey League. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it's less. It's worth less money than, than that. One – Video game maker. company, yeah. yeah. So it's it does kind of put things in perspective in terms of uh, what it's capable of. So shout out to the Game Boy, and if you feel like uh, checking out North the Shore this week, feel free to do so. What you got for me, Nick? All right, I have two. One is absolute wheelhouse. The other, not so much. Which one do you want first? You want to get get your get me off going? to a good start. Yeah, right. it's get me off to a good all start. Right. Now, of all the people I know. I love Starbucks. <laughs> Nobody Can't loves it. I've burnt out so hard. Oh, have you? Oh my god! I years like pan- I just picture you with two Starbucks. Right, like, but <laughs> that is my pre-pandemic Drew Starbucks fiend. Post-pandemic Drew hasn't touched the stuff. Really? Yeah. Okay. Make all my own coffee because during the pandemic I had to make my own coffee. 
So then once you started doing that, I was like, I'm better at this than they are. Starbucks business. I have like four different kinds of coffee makers. All right. Well, apparently there's a coveted apron in the world of Starbucks. (laughs) Are you familiar with this at all? What color apron do Starbucks coffee masters wear? Well, it ain't green because they all got the green. green, Right? They all got the green. They all got the green. And there's only 5,000 of these in the world. Starbucks coffee masters. It takes a uh, regiment of training, pouring. It's not the gold. Purple. It's the black. The apron. black apron. That is the highest level of Starbucks. I'm gonna coffee master. If I'm them, I just dye it black and. Uh, yeah. But now when you're in there, check out. You see, if you see the black apron, that is a coffee master. I was at that really fancy Starbucks in Chicago, the Grand Roastery. The three-story one on the corner. Not sure I know the, about that. Yeah, it's uh, Starbucks Reserve. It's like a very, very high-end Starbucks. It's three stories. It costs more money than a regular oh, Starbucks for the twice, same thing? No, not the same thing. Completely different uh, menu. they have different menus. Yeah, it's like Godiva chocolate infused this, and it's just like a, it's a whole different everything. I'm surprised that they don't have one of those in every city. I would think that would do killer well. I, I mean, think they... I, I know my kids love it. I think it. there's a pretty would, significant would, number of them. I don't know how many, but... I don't uh, think I've ever... I always thought the best Starbucks was the one at this uh, mall that is defunct now. Oh yeah, the one that outlook looked over, over the, the ocean. Uh, ocean. That it was, was such awesome. an awesome one. That was the best. You could just step Ocean there for City hours. has a nice one. They yeah, have it a does. Fireplace in there. Yep, yep, yep. That's, that's a, a good, good one. That's a good one. All right, Nick. Uh, I'm going to give you a true or false question. True or false? Cookie Monster has never touched a real cookie on Sesame Street. Cookie Monster has never touched a real cookie. I don't understand the question. Cookie Monster has never touched a real cookie on Sesame Street. I could picture him. Chomping away at those, he must. I mean, I right. I don't get the question. So, I mean, I guess I'm going to say true, but because it's ridiculous. Those are rice cakes, Nick. Oh, okay. They're not real cookies. No, they uh, crunch the way that they crunch and fall. Grease would destroy the puppet right. from a cookie. So right. those are all styrofoam rice cakes that are not. Edible, he's just obliterating. That he just obliterates. <laughs> yeah. He's never touched a real cookie. That puppet is he's a fraud. <laughs> he is not a cookie monster. He doesn't even like cookies. Cookies would ruin him. He's a prima donna. He is a rice cake monster, folks. Remember we identified his real first name? Yeah. <laughs> that was ridiculous, too. <laughs> he has a backstory. You made that puppet have a backstory. The only thing I love about him is is what Family Guy did to him, just making him oh, a, cookie, that was the a best. cookie addict, like yeah. strapping the, the dough, yeah. lighting lighten the dough on a spoon. But, yeah, in fact, he's not addicted to cookies at all. He doesn't really even touch cookies. I was disturbed by that, quite honestly, because I was like, huh, what? I, I had the same reaction you did. It doesn't make any sense. Watch that guy obliterate cookies, cookies for my whole life. Forty years. Yeah. Well, no, never done it a single time. Fortunately. Uh, all right. Multiple choice on this one. Since we're in the snack, talking about snacks here, what popular snack began as repurposed Disneyland trash? It's multiple choice. What popular snack began as repurposed Disneyland trash? Trash. Do- Doritos, Funyuns, or Twizzlers. Which? Trash, like, yeah, it was trash. Like people would throw it out; they would consume something and then just throw it out. Yeah, and then that. Well, no, no, they, th- these these began as trash. They were repurposed. 
and then became this but, popular But I'm stuff. trying to get my head wrapped around how you define trash. Is it waste? Something that is, is going a, in the garbage. But is it a byproduct of a process? In other words, it's industrial trash, not like they're not going to a garbage and picking out little pieces of something and then putting it on a plate and giving it to you. Uh, I would say it was unused material. Yes, okay. 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 Funyuns? No. Ugh. Doritos. You see, that's a good multiple choice because because I threw funyuns in there because yeah. it sounds like trash. Oh. <laughs> to me, to me, the only explanation for funyuns' existence has to be a byproduct of trash, like pork rinds. So here's the backstory: When Disneyland started, there was a Frito Lay uh, restaurant. Okay, it was like a Mexican restaurant. Okay, all right. They served hot tortilla chips. Sure. Okay, the ones that weren't used went into a bag and were thrown out. Because they serve them hot, right? Yeah, yeah, So, So one of the managers was like, why don't we spice these things up instead of throwing them away, and we'll sell them as, like, grab bags, you know, for a dollar for people to walk around with. Well, a couple months later, the Frito-Lay guy comes back, and he sees they're selling the crap out of these tortilla chips. Yeah, yeah, he's like, ding, ding, ding. Doritos, and Frito-Lay launches Doritos out of... Disneyland. It's all those stories, man. Trash. It's crazy because it's the same thing. Like uh, McDonald's, uh, the guy bought out the McDonald's brothers because the McDonald's brothers were going through his shakes. Right. He, he sold the shake machines. And he's I, like, these I, guys are running I through. I saw that movie. Michael Keaton's yeah, yeah. a great, great yeah. founder, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ray, Ray, Ray Kroc. Kroc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. So I love Michael Keaton. He's so good in everything. He's kind of a douche in that movie because, like, you know. Well, the guy's a douche. I mean, yeah, he's kind of. I mean, yeah, it's 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 a you I feel mean, bad. He's a weasel. He's a weasel. He's a little weasel. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. he's so good at it. Though. <laughs> he plays he plays great. It great. Yeah. He does. Uh, all right, I have one more. Uh, maybe I'll save that one for entertainment because my Eggman, uh, entertainments aren't that great. So I'll do that. I'll try to remember to go back to that. All right, uh, I got a hockey and two basketball. Which one do you want? I'll give you one basketball and one hockey. All right, go ahead. Which one do you want? Let's go. Uh, I'll go basketball hockey with you too. Okay. All right, so let's go uh, basketball first. A Laker. Who has the most total points in NBA Finals history? What, Laker? Yes, most total points in NBA Finals history. Most? Not in a single game. Right. In the history of the Finals. Most total points. Right. Hmm. All right. Well, I got a guy that jumps out at me. But I'm shocked that it's not... Um, like Bill Russell would be the guy, you know, with all those rings. Yeah, but I was shocked too. This guy outscore him, and then I gotta think like, how many did Kareem lose? How many did Kareem lose? Hmm. Down to two. I'm gonna go with Kobe. It's Jerry West. Ah, uh, yeah. 1,679 points in the finals. That's a good one. He's got 1,700 points in the finals. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. He just lost them all. I mean, right. He lost a, every that, single one. He had the MVP the year they lost. The first, yeah, the first, <laughs> it's the first, first MVP, yeah. and they lost. He's the only guy but to get it. that's crazy. Although, LeBron should have won it the year that... They lo- but, that he lost to uh, I, I mean, like, to the, the numbers on this, though, just don't even make sense. So if you... Iguodala right, instead of LeBron. There, if yeah. you average 30 points a game in the okay. NBA Finals, you have to play in 56 Finals games to get to that point. 
Right. At 30, at 30 points, a, points game. a game. Yeah. 56 games. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. That's it, it is. reaching the finals eight I mean, times. Look, he said that, you know, 50 something, 60 years ago, and nobody's beaten it. So. That's reaching the finals eight times and playing in seven games in those eight times in the series. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I thought that was a great, great question. I had no idea. Wow. I thought they were asking it because uh, I, you know, my do well, research. Well, Kareem is, seemed like the obvious. I thought it was LeBron because, uh, you know, now he's a Laker, but he's been in the finals he has eight been times. In the finals so many times. Yeah, but like, not not close. Wow. Uh, all right, how many times have the Heat been in the finals in the last twelve seasons? How oh, many times have the Heat seasons? been in the finals in the last twelve seasons? Four. Six. Six. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. They've made it half the finals over the last twelve years. Jeez. And like, yeah, all right, they had LeBron. Wait. But they had, at this point, they got Jimmy Butler. Like, he was sent from because Minnesota. He was only, sent from him and Hero were the only Tyler Hero. Hero they was injured. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, and they had such a great game that game, too. That was like, and they're just, I don't like root. Like, I hate them. So it's just they're an impossible team for me to get excited by because they're a Nick rival. Uh, and I just don't like them. So it's, yeah, but, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a bored. But I got to respect the game. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like, at this, I mean, at this point, point, you just got to be. You blew a 3 0 lead, and then you came back and. Just like stomped on her throat in Boston, right? And that was Celtics, so it was easy to. Well, that was fun there too. Now, this is the only eight seed to make the finals in a full length NBA season too. Yes, that's so, that's crazy. another that's another one you could have asked. But, uh, Nick, who was the first hockey goalie to score during an NHL playoff game? Was it uh, Ron Hextall? You got it. All right, I remember that, that happening. That. I asked you because you once misidentified it. I asked you once huh? who was the first goalie to score in a in a play, in a hockey game, right? Okay. And it was some like long time ago when it happened or whatever. The and you were like, I thought it was Ron Hextall because you were remembering that he's the first player to score in a playoff game. Okay. As, at a at a goal. Okay. Yeah. So he took a shot to an empty net. I think he did it twice. He did. He did. But not, I don't know about a playoff game twice. Okay. But the first time he, that, that it was done in a playoff game. I don't game know if I remember like a t-shirt or somebody having something that says lightning strike twice or something like that. And it was like Ron Hextall scoring twice. Yep. Yep. Yes. that I do remember that as well. I also remember F.U. Hextall chants echoing through Madison Square Garden most of my childhood. He was the central figure of hate amongst Ranger fans whenever the Flyers yeah, were in sense. town. Makes sense. Um, all right. For sports, this is what I got for you. What is the name of the last series of the NHL season? What is the name of the last series of the NHL? So it's not the Stanley Cup Finals? Final? Ah, there you go. You got it. Stanley Cup Final. Yeah, because they right. call the series the final. Right. It's the Stanley Cup Final. Right. No S. No S. NBA Finals. S. S Canada had something to do with that. Yeah, center is spelled S C E N T R E, just to confuse you. I heard somebody correct somebody, called it the Stanley Cup Final. So they're like, nope. Stanley Cup Final? It's the Stanley Cup Final. Stanley Cup Final, eh? I was like, that is. Don't be a hoser. That's a good one. Well, I love my Canadian friends. Sorry it didn't work out for me up there. Let's move on to geography history, Nick. Uh, what U.S. state was once called New Sweden and was a colony of actual Sweden? Real, real quick, though, just going back to the Canada and the NHL. Yeah. 
in the final four this year, yeah. the northernmost city was Raleigh. Right? Or, or, <laughs> where's Carolina at? Is that in uh, Charlotte? You're right. That's the northernmost city, city in the Final Four. You got Vegas. Vegas? <laughs> Dallas? And Edmonton had a good team this year, but they, they didn't make it to the Final no, Four. Couldn't, couldn't get past. They had, yeah, Edmonton, Dallas, Florida. <laughs> and Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is North Carolina, and it's a defense. So it's got the word north in it. Yeah. <laughs> Just nothing like hockey taking place in the south. In the deep south. Yeah. Well, it's where it's popular, man. Like our buddy Andy Kaufman, not of the wrestling match. Yeah, you're right. He owns uh, the Savannah Ghost Pirates, yeah. and he has the all-time sellout record for season tickets of, for a brand-new franchise. They love it. They just can't get enough. Plus, it's cold in you there. You just go in there and cool off. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I used to hit the supermarket oh, before cool. I had air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would go in there, you too. You want to go to the like, supermarket? Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, three hours of just ice-cold, <laughs> ice-coldness. I love it. Drink. Go in there and, and get think. an ice cold. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it. So, again, geography, right, history, sorry. Nick, for you. There is a U.S. state that was once called New Sweden and was a colony of actual Sweden. Are you aware of this? I'm not aware of this. Where in the U.S. can you find some Swedes is the question that I'm trying to answer in my head. And I, I'm, not, I'm not finding anywhere that I... Have been where I'm like, ah, there's a lot of Swedes. What's an abnormal amount of Swedish people? <laughs> like, <laughs> holy, you know what? I never realized how much Swedish influence <laughs> there is. In this and then era. I'm trying to think of like, what is a Swedish sort of product that could be relayed over? Now, the only dig into here, but clue I'm not I could give you here is that the Dutch knocked out the Swedish. Well, the Dutch knocked everybody out. They to did a certain ex- to a certain extent, right? But the Swedish didn't get all the way to like Minnesota to right. you know to colonize. That's right. the point. Well, I'll say New York. It's actually Delaware. Okay, Delaware was once called the first thing it was called in the United States was New Sweden from like 1638 to 1656. Okay, and then and Sweden controlled it, and then the Dutch came in and fought a war and said, "Whoop, that's ours now." Yep. So. Yeah, the Dutch were the British before the British. Were the British. Were the British. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> that's kind of the way. They started out. The Dutch East India Company, they, yeah. were, they were doing some. Yeah, in the 1500s. Yeah. Not, were... not such good people back then. They hadn't figured out the herb yet. Right. <laughs> they right. were a little more uptight. Right. Uh, all right, what do you got in geography history? The Arab Spring began in what country? Remember the Arab Spring? What country began the Arab Spring? I feel like this is just one of those misremembered things in history. Totally and is. I heard this and I was like, "Wait, that that is right." I'm like, because I just pictured it being somewhere else. God, like Lebanon or something, mm, or like yeah, Beirut like, but not or Syria, <laughs> uh, right part of the world. <laughs> You're right, though. It wasn't Egypt. Because that no. was kind of like where I thought of it starting, no. but Egypt followed after this country. <sighs> Tunisia. Nah, never tough. Really yeah, tough one. Good soccer. Yeah? They can play the hell out of soccer in Tunisia. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> this is fun. Uh, what popular sport was banned after King Henry II of France lost an eye participating in 1559? I got two choices. Just give it to me one more time. 
most popular sport was banned after King Henry II of France lost an eye participating in 1559. Uh, oh, if we ever need to isolate Nick's could whistle. Be a lot, could be a lot of things there. Really. I got a perfect audio of your whistle. So I can actually see this. you telling me it's France. Because I remember golf being banned. Scotland, because the that's archers were were in practice. Right, so that's a, so I'm thinking right around the same time. I'm thinking around archery and golf, but wrong country. Wrong country. I'm going to say tennis. Jousting. Uh, okay. Jousting was the most popular sport in the 1500s, and what actually led to its decline was the King of France was in a jousting match, and he lost an eye and died ten days later. And then they banned jousting. Really? Yeah. I mean, it sound, it looks insane. Anybody who would just, <laughs> just grab <laughs> a giant sword and yeah, well, go full speed at a horse. What are the odds a splinter will split your eye in half and go right through your brain? I don't know. Let's find <laughs> 10, out. 5%? 5%? Something. Enough. Enough where if I was the king and I had that kind of uh, That's what I'm saying. life going on, I'm probably not going to. Well, it's funny. Like I think Game of Thrones took something from that. Like in they like he he's got every history thing somewhere in Game of yeah, Thrones. Yeah, he does have a lot. And of there was like now. a in you know they talk about like a king that died via the joust or some. But well, what was the early joust scene? That was Robert trying to get that armor on. He was too fat. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the best. Right. But no, the, the early joust. Was it Jamie Lannister? It was the blonde hair. Uh, and Tyrell. Tyrell, Tyrell yeah, against yeah, yeah. who? Uh, I don't remember, but the whole thing was him giving the flower or something to, yeah, somebody. Yeah, to the redhead. Yeah, yeah. Well, that what? was his sister, wasn't it? No, that's right. not his sister. Oh no, he gave. That's right, to uh, to Stark. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway. but who did he who did he defeat? Was it Jamie? <sighs> Prob. No. no, I don't think no. he even fought Jamie. I just think no, he won. It wasn't. Yeah, I just think he he was he was just known as the jouster. Wasn't there a se- oh? I'm thinking of the one where Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different. That's a different animal. That was a different one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, sp- uh, entertainment, or do you want another geography history? I can go one more in geography history. If Give, you yeah, want. sure. Fire away. Uh, what is the poorest country in the Middle East? What is the? Did po- I mention it already? No. Oh, okay. No, it hasn't been mentioned yet. But it's funny because you know these Middle Eastern countries have a ton of money, right? But I would of, think like a Syria or a or a Lebanon or a yeah. This one has just been like Afghanistan, Pakistan, uh, riddled with uh, civil they have an war. Economy. Has not been going very well. Ethiopia, Sudan. You know, it's funny. I, I'm not sure. Like, is Sudan considered the Middle Africa, East? Africa, yeah, don't know. Well, it's Afri- Africa, Middle East has. I don't think Africa is the Middle East. Well, Egypt is the border, I think. Right. Egypt is part of the Middle East from the Sinai Peninsula. Okay. But uh, but that part is in Asia. That, yeah, yeah, right. I don't know. If I haven't mentioned it, Kazakhstan since Borat came out. I mean, is that Middle East? Um, what do we got? Yeah, you're right. It is. It is. Egypt is part of the Middle East, but that's the only part of. Right. Number one, most poor country, Middle East, thanks to Borat. What do we got? You got Yemen. Oh. <laughs> the often forgotten Yemen. The Yemenite scream. It's like an area in the desert that had no oil. There's 16 countries that make up the Middle East. 
Yeah. Have you ever heard so the like Yemenite? So, like, Kazakhstan is not part of the Middle East. Have you ever heard the Yemenite scream? Do you know, do you know that, what that is? The Mennonite scream? No, the Yemenite scream. The not Yemeni- the Mennonite scream. <laughs> the Mennonite, <laughs> the Mennonite scream. That's something scream. totally different. Yeah, so the Yemenite scream, I guess they used to, when, when they would go to war. Uh, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Jordan is part of the Middle East. Israel. Kuwait, Lebanon. There you go. Yeah, I don't know. I have to find exactly what it is. But there was like a, a very distinct Yemenite Jewish community, and they have this scream where it's like, and it, it just like echoes, and it's the scariest thing you've ever heard mm. in your entire life. So and like that, you could just imagine an entire packing, army doing that scream, doing that, getting ready to charge. Like, yeah, it's actually funny. Herodotus in, in Greek history uh, tells the story. Uh, do you know what the Anabasis is about? The ten thousand Greeks that went all the way into uh, Persia to try to defeat uh, the Persian king on behalf of his brother-in-law, no, or, his half brother. So his half-brother raised an army of mercenaries. This is long after the Peloponnesian War. So, like, Greece was an effing mess. Everybody was impoverished because of how much fighting there was. He takes these 10,000 troops, convinces them they're just doing some mercenary work, but really his goal is to overthrow his brother. Well, they get to battle. They beat his brother, but he dies in the battle. Then the 10,000 troops are just stuck there. So now they got to figure out how to get out of from <laughs> Persepolis all the way back to Greece. And it's this whole story of them going home. And uh, all the people that they come across. But uh, when they got to battle against the Persian army, they were expecting these, like, Yemenite screams, this ferocious, his whole army, which was, like, 800,000 strong, marched in dead silence. And he's like, it's the most terrifying sound in all of war. The dead silence? Dead si- the march in dead silence. Like, because he's like, that just said, like, organized focused, like, ready to come kill you. nonsense. Yeah, no Yemenite screams. (laughs) Anyway, a little bit of history from your Quizzo Trivia podcast, folks. All right, ready to do entertainment? I am. Uh, I was going to ask this in general knowledge, but I'm glad I'm saving it for entertainment. Nick, what three-letter group was the first all-female group to sell 10 million records? Three-letter group, all-female group, the first to sell 10, first female group to sell 10 million records and and one of the greatest stories i've ever heard ever about this and i didn't even know it and now so much of them make sense Whew. wait till wait till i give you this hmm. total blank well you got one letter right <laughs> total T? T? All you need is two letters. T and T? No. Um. TLC? Oh, TLC. That's the first female band to sell 10 million albums? Oh, my God. I was thinking like 60s, 70s. I, nope. I can't believe that. TLC. So listen to this. They signed a deal with that uh, uh, Clive. Uh, Davis? Davis, right? The record company made $75 million from the album. Each of the girls got 50 grand. Wow. They went to his office and kidnapped him, 
held him hostage, tied him to a chair, gagged him, and had to have the FBI negotiate his release. <laughs> Just... Like they hired somebody? No, the three, the three of them, of them did took it? the old man down, went <laughs> to his office for a meeting over that, hogtied him, and and bound him. I mean, what kind of deal could it have been that they got fifty grand each and the company made? But they didn't go to jail, million. so obviously somebody was like, you know, <laughs> maybe they had a point. <laughs> That's true. You did steal seventy five million dollars from those girls. Yeah. So like, do you remember even hearing about it? No. Nope. Wouldn't that be like the biggest news story? Yeah, I mean, didn't one of them burn down somebody's house? Well, she died. And I always, now when I heard that, I was like, huh, I wonder if that was. Was it Andre Risen? Yeah, he, she tried to burn down Andre Risen's house. Yeah. But okay. she's dead. That I remember. And she died in like a mysterious accident. Mm-hmm. So I always wondered in the back of my head, was like, she the ringleader? That was the left eye, right? Yeah, left eye. Yeah. She was the crazy one, clearly. Yeah. Um, you know, you date Andre Risen. <laughs> what was his, he had the best fake name. Andre Risen had a fake yeah, name. It, it wasn't Ron Mexico. No, that was Michael Vick's fake name. Right. But Andre Risen had an equally great fake name. It was not Carlos Danger. No, it was not Carlos Danger. But, jeez, uh, what? Uh, Rome used to call him this. All, all the time. <laughs> he, he would call him, yeah, Andre. Let's see. Andre Risen, fake name. I'm going to come through with this. Lied about identity. Yeah, didn't he like give them a a fake name like to the uh Yes, there it is. What do we got? He identified himself as Brock Middlebrook. Brock Middlebrook. <laughs> totally believable. <laughs> you and I Brock used to love that name Middlebrook. more than anything. Yeah, Brock, Brock Middlebrook. Middlebrook. Yeah, that's the, the greatest. Stupidest name. <laughs> <laughs> For a while that was my PGA tour character name. Brock Middlebrook. Brock Middlebrook. That's great. <laughs> I'm not Andre Risen. I'm Brock Middlebrook. <laughs> I don't look like that guy. What you're talking about? Uh, all right, what do you got in entertainment? In 1984, at the age of 44, who became the oldest female artist to top the charts? Ooh. This was later broken by Cher. But in 1984, this 44-year-old became the oldest female artist to top the charts. Wow. Look, is she good? Yeah. Mm. Who had a big comeback hit in 84? Big comeback hit in 84. Just not coming to me, man. I wish I knew. Um, got some something. She was dubbed the queen of rock and roll. Aretha Franklin? That's. Oh, Joan Jett? No. Nah. <laughs> Aretha Franklin's the queen of soul. Soul, yeah, yeah, yeah. queen of soul. Uh, let's see what else could it. Um, queen of yeah, it wasn't really as much of a comeback, I think. As Blondie, a she, Debbie Harry was sort of. She got like a. I'm wondering. I'm, I'm thinking you didn't realize she was 44 in 1984. You maybe think she was younger. Um, mm. She was. Had a tough when did split. her career start? Like Olivia Newton-John? In the 60s, I guess. I think, maybe. I don't know. She had a tough split? Oh, yeah. Definitely her career started in the 60s. Oh, okay. Yeah, she had a tough split from her husband and uh, went out on sure. her own. Oh, Tina Turner. Tina Turner. 
1984. Oh, what's love got to do with what's it? What's love got to do with it? Very nice. Very nice, Nick. Um, all right. I would almost like to end on that, but I'll try to remember mentally to put some Tina Turner into this because she deserves a little tribute. She had a great musical career and some awesome stuff. R.I.P. Tina. Definitely the queen of rock and roll. I'm going to end you on this, though, because I cannot leave this in the quiz. It's too funny. Okay. It's too funny, Nick. Kim Kardashian recently wore a custom T-shirt featuring five NBA players. That all dated who? Kim Kardashian? Kendall Jenner. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Kim's not at the full five yet. She's not at the five? <laughs> not at five NBA players. Shocked. But she, she was seen wearing a shirt out that said Kendall's starting five. And it had Kendall's face in the middle. And then, like, you know, images of her well, five. Well, I know she dated Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's on that list here. Uh, I don't even know if you could make out... Who, the, who they are. All right, let me see. I know there's like a Laker. Yeah, they don't seem to. Uh, all right, well, that's um, Blake, Devin Booker. Right, and Blake, uh, Blake, uh, what's his name? Is he there? Oh, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. I don't, I don't recognize the two Lakers, <laughs> but makes sense they're in L.A. It's, I mean, that's. But, but how about, how about the Booker, sister? Definitely the best how about the sister player. showing some pride? Like, yeah. Imagine she gets photographed. <laughs> so funny. What else do they have to joke about? I mean, for God's sakes, Kardashians got a picture round along with Taylor Swift of the men she's dated. I mean, Taylor Swift's thirty three. I've already got ten guys that are famous that she's dated. That she's gone through. You had that. You had that six years ago. <laughs> yeah, I was say she was twenty five when you had that. <laughs> Yeah, I did the Madonna, I did the Warren Beatty. Like, you know, it takes a lot to get up to that level. Pete Davidson's working on it. Can I make a request for the Tina Turner song if you put it on? Yes. River Deep, Mountain High, the live version. River Deep, Mountain High, the live version. All right, folks, that's it for episode 309. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.